0: hello again it's it's been a minute it's been a while actually
1: welcome back to the shit show everybody
0: i, I don't know how many months it's been i know it's been a while since um we've done i any... feel
1: like it's been more than a year
0: i think so i would have to check back on our log um but i i Captain's know it's log. Captain's log <laughs> i know it's been a while for sure uh we have new equipment sorta in a sense that should help us out with this uh, a bit better but I think you know we stopped this for a while for just
1: all- I was so sad about that too yeah like, I'm always looking forward to oh no to these yeah little no, no, things
0: no. Me me too me too <laughs> um, so for anybody who hasn't listened or will ever fall upon this uh, this shows a tangents what we like to call it just because we always veer into those things where it's uh starts with the conversation that's trying to be on point with something and trying to uh get to some conclusion but uh, on the journey there we kind of just
1: suddenly pineapples
0: suddenly pineapples exactly we uh we get lost in in (laughs) all the information that we're trying to you know uh give one another so it gets chaotic at times so but it has been a minute uh it's we're trying to start it up again just because we really missed it it was really fun the times that we did do it um and i hope that we can have more people on you know i've met new people because of work and uh, just life as it is and i'm hoping we can add more people into this right now like normally it's just myself and then ellie So,
1: I gotta say, though, I did, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like a lot of the, the, the streams that you got for the music is brain food episode is um, concerning me because I feel like I, it's gonna sound cheesy, but when I missed you, like, I would listen to that
0: one a lot. Oh, that makes sense then, because <laughs> that one has the most uh, listened to uh, streams. Like that, that, that was makes sense
1: Probably then. me. Yeah, it,
0: it could have been. Honestly, it could have <laughs> been. I mean, I have I have a coworker who has a band, and uh, when he saw he had a good amount of streams. I remember I was just like, yeah, I I think like a good amount of those are mine because I mean, I do like your band. I do like your music. Yeah. Even though I won't admit it to him, well, I'm kind of admitting it now. If he does (laughs) does listen to this, I do like his band. I appreciate his music. I appreciate his taste in music and who he is as a person. It's it's, uh, it's very interesting, a guy. Um, But yeah, it's the same. So that that makes sense. (laughs) Why they were probably, it's probably like, I think it's close to like 300 listen it's not, obviously like in the grand scheme of like you know podcasts and other people it's not huge because but for us that's a good amount of streams yeah. but uh, I'm probably a good third of them are probably <laughs> you most likely um
1: speaking of music i have a gripe with uh tiktok don't at me uh, i'm gonna at you <laughs> because uh, I feel like as a person that loves music, it makes particular songs oversaturated to the point where I can't even like enjoy listening to that music. I haven't been able to listen to the Encanto soundtrack until Kate Bush started.
0: Oh, for Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. for Stranger
1: Things. Only then I finally felt like able to freely listen to We Don't Talk About Bruno without having it, it yeah. like be overplayed on every video that I see
0: on the internet. Oh, that that makes sense. I mean, for certain songs, yeah, I see that. Um, I felt a lot like that back in the day, like with the radio, because for me it was pretty much uh, growing up, I didn't have like... Uh, I was unfortunate enough to have like MP3 player or an iPod, stuff like that. Um, So it just pretty much be whatever's on the radio. But same thing, every hour (laughs) was the same damn song. So I'd get tired of whatever popular music was coming out because it was always played repeatedly you know every couple of hours on the radio and you're like i'm getting tired of this like i want to hear something new something more interesting and i get the point of the radio is to just kind of you know uh, expose people to like the pop through new things and i understand that and there are stations that will play older things but same thing with your point of tiktok you know oversaturating um media you know where it just blasts you know a bunch of uh, of the same stuff, and I think you brought up the point too. Sometimes they're using the audio, but the audio has nothing to do with what's going on with the video. Like yeah, it's
1: like they're using the audio because the audio in is and popular. of itself It's a tag.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that, that's kind of a tactic that they use, where it's just, it's a popular audio that's being used, since they know it's being used, they know people are gonna watch their video just because the audio is being played and sometimes they'll they'll completely just mute the audio and just play whatever random video they're doing you know oh again, yeah i've seen you know. it
1: now to where the tagged audio on the video is uh, one thing but then they mute that and then the actual audio that is playing is a completely different song yeah
0: and, and like you says cuz the tag pretty much of yeah. the, of the sound that's being used so it's just a way to manipulate it Because people try to figure out what the algorithm of TikTok is like trying to feed people. It's like I'm
1: getting catfish with music now. Uh,
0: Essentially, uh, essentially, you know, and sometimes you won't even notice that that's the song that they have at the bottom. If you like, if you look at the TikToks, like at the bottom right hand, left hand corner, you'll see what audio is playing. um, If they have it like in their thing, but then the audio, they they muted the music completely and just recorded something else over either themselves talking or explaining something or talking about something else. And again, it's just for, for them to be boosted up in the algorithm. It's just ways of content creators are trying to find to you know, stay current and be popular because like most people have said in the past, you get your 15 minutes of fame and then it's kind of gone. So a lot, a lot of it nowadays is just content creators just trying to stay on top and trying to just find the next thing that they can do to constantly stay on top so they don't become irrelevant. And for some people, a lot of it, it's its their their livelihood. So, And there's, there's creators that I really love that are really great and fun and entertaining. So I understand, you know, uh, they're freak out when it comes to that kind of stuff that's constantly evolving and changing and it's hard to keep up with. And typically that kind of stuff is for newer generations that have a lot more energy and have a lot more interest and know how it works than we do. And there's people that are our age are trying to figure out how to manipulate it in their favor but it's very difficult at times because it's constantly changing from what is uh perceived as popular at the time so it's unfortunate it really is but it's kind of in my mind it's interesting to see the evolution of popularity in certain things
1: oh no like it's it's made me it's definitely given me a whole roller coaster of emotions because like, and I think I've told you this before, where um, I look at, it's not really things that I'm interested in, it's just like I like to see how things evolve over time. And I remember when I was a kid, like, I'd be bullied for having like bushy ass eyebrows and having like a unibrow to where I developed a complex and like now I have to be like well groomed and all of that and now i will forever have like really thin eyebrows to where nowadays it's very acceptable to have very bushy eyebrows and freckles back then a lot of people would be bullied for having freckles and nowadays it's seen as a very attractive thing and i know it's like you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder but at the same time like kids are
0: vicious oh no definitely i mean my own kid has called me trash multiple times
1: (laughs) i remember that that was amazing yeah Um,
0: (laughs) no i mean i didn't grow up with bullying i like there was one time that someone tried to uh but i just pretty much just walked away from the situation so it didn't become anything it didn't escalate but i as i got older i mean i i was a bully i'm not even gonna like try and sugarcoat it i was but for the most part it was a good intention with like friends where but it was kind of like that tough love situation kind of thing where i was coming with very blunt words towards uh friendships or relationships yeah and And, things have not changed
1: since oh no things haven't changed since
0: (laughs) i've been a bit more uh i don't know how to put I, i don't know if it's just softer blows or what Um, But for sure in in high school and middle school, it was a lot harsher. um, I didn't know how to filter it properly. I was just thinking I'm doing them a service by being as honest as I can, because this, this is how I show that I care about them. And not the proper approach, obviously. I'm not telling anybody to do this or it's okay. Or, you know, there are better methods to care for your friends and family without doing what I do. Mine is just ingrained in my body, unfortunately, and getting out of the habit is very difficult. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, I mean well. Um, But I think like anybody, we've all messed up growing up with our personalities and uh, acting a certain way or, you know, trying to be a certain way. Uh, But I was definitely a bully for for some people, for sure, um, at the way I I approached things and how they led their lifestyles. But I mean, at, at the same time, when I was growing up, I didn't know you know, we're all trying to discover ourselves and figure out who we are as people. You know, you a lot of it is just ego. So we're just self-centered and forget that other people are people. And they're also trying to grow up and figure out what life is and trying to figure themselves out. So uh, unfortunate, but I figured it out now. <laughs> so but better late than never, I guess.
1: Hey, but at least you're, you're learning and you're growing. I know that... Since our last episode, a lot of things have occurred. And one of the things that I have observed from our current lives right now is that I feel like, I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but at least from what I've noticed in the Hispanic culture of Mm. things, is that why do parents like refuse to except the fact that parents can make mistakes and even though that they're adults they can they should open up to the idea that they're continuously learning
0: to grow up even though they're adults yeah and we've talked about this before too because what frustrates me is sometimes people forget that other people are people are human you know and that we're also constantly evolving and changing and I think, and it's okay. It's okay to constantly change and evolve and become a better person, become a decent person because, and and it's just a traditional mindset. I think sometimes too, there it's so in it's so in them. It's hard for them to break free from that kind of a mentality. It's very difficult. Um, I know you sat in sorta of, in one of my therapy sessions mm. one time. You heard my therapist talking about it and like. It's not trying to attempt to change them because he he, he he said, you know, I can't, I don't, you know, I can't say for sure that they won't change because that's just like, you know, trying to just, you know, uh, cage someone, but uh, it's possible. But even if it's not, it's more to be um, confident in your own beliefs and how you uh, drive yourself or how you, you know, hold yourself up pretty much, but just be confident in that and just that that should be sufficient and it's very difficult because we're all you know constantly trying to uh seek certain things through our families or whatever Mm -hmm. myself personally we're just like not necessarily have gone no contact with my family because i mean it's kind of hard to avoid since my sister is still with them and um i have to go by sometimes which reminds me i ran into my mom (laughs) Uh, when I had to go uh, pick up my sister. And she was at my... I couldn't have, you know, just ignored her because she was there driving out and heading out. So I couldn't just been like, oh, I'm trying to cover myself and be like, oh, I'm not your son, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but they know I'm not talking to them. They uh, Same thing is just a lot of... Especially with traditional Mexicans. It's, or I think just... I think a lot of families... I, don't, I think just one traditional, but two, I think it's multiple types of families that kind of go through a toxic relationship culturally or traditionally whatever it's always the mentality of what have I done what 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 did I do to deserve this from my kid for them to act this way and again it's always never like it's not nothing that you've done it's just well it is what you've done but (laughs) a lot of it you know it's just we're trying to figure ourselves out and there's no point in trying to elaborate that with with them because it always leads up to the you know, well, I raised you to be this way, and I did that to do this, and th- these are the sacrifices I've made and whatnot and everything else.
1: But that's what drives me crazy is the fact that they say I raised you this way, and I'm just like, that that's correct. You raised me to be like, well, if someone just does, doesn't respect you, you put your foot down. I'm putting my foot down. You're not respecting me, and then they'd be like. Well, you got to respect it. Yeah, you got to respect me because when you're under my roof, it's my rules. And when you don't like that, get out. And I'm like, at the same time, they're the ones that are saying, oh, man, we're not the culture that likes to kick their kids out once they turn 18. And I'm just like, no. What was the whole get out thing? Like,
0: I mean, again, it's with conditions. A lot of it's with conditions because... They won't kick you out as long as you're following their rules. So that's the thing. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure my mom and dad would have preferred for me to stay with them as long as I could have. Honestly, because a lot of families are kind of that way where like we prefer to keep the kid as long as you want here. But again, with the condition of as long as you're following our rules. You can be 24 years old, 25, whatever, how many years, still with your family, but they still want the condition of, you got to be home by this time you you're a fully grown adult making your own wages or whatever what have you and yes they're giving you the luxury of being able to live with them and not possibly not pay rent or any of their bills but again they still want the the conditions of if you're gonna be living with us you gotta be home by 10. man and, in this
1: economy there is no economy. way in hell that there is a like over 21 year old that's living with their parents rent free i refuse to believe that right now
0: i mean i mean i'm I'm pretty sure there's some because i i think i'm aware of some myself just because of work um so they're very fortunate good for them there's parents that you know care about them which is good having a healthy relationship with your family is great and if they are you know comfortable with supporting you with just giving you a place to stay and not having to pay rent but you um taking care of your finances by trying to get a car or you know uh, save money to get your own apartment what have you great um but for the most part yeah i think a lot of places especially i think again hispanic culture but again it just depends on how well off you are not all people in in, in the multitude of cultures there are are you know are in the poverty line um you and i ourselves we we grew up pretty you know unfortunate financially um right now we're somewhat decent not the best but you know okay we're afloat uh, but uh, since most people didn't grow, you know, most people were uh, in the during that you know kind of poor in a sense. Do it, you
1: ever like think back and it makes you feel guilty that you feel like you're better off than you were, than you
0: are with your parents? No, I don't feel guilty at all. No, I have no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm content with what I have right now. I don't feel guilty. Um, that's kind of the point of being a parent. You hope that your kid kind of goes above where you're at financially and any, in any regards as anything, not just financially, but just in their success in general. I think um, for myself, like with my daughter, I I hope she goes over and above and beyond what her mother and I have accomplished, you know, not just financially, which is a good thing just to be stable and be able to own your own home or have a place where you feel safe and confident but i want her to be able to be successful in all avenues of her life wherever she decides to go um and i feel like that should be any parents you know uh kind of wants for their kids not to, not to live through your kid because that's not my goal to try and have my have have them do a bunch of these uh you know extra things and for me to be like yeah like i'm so proud because like, they're succeeding in the things that i couldn't succeed no um I'm just happy that they feel confident in themselves and happy and secure, and that's for me. That's my end goal. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of if my kid ends up, you know, completely forgetting about me and what have you, they're independent from who I am as a parent. Their success does not uh, fulfill fulfill me. Like it's just for them to move on and be their own person, and I'm just somewhat of a guide where I can be for them to proceed with their life i should never well anyone just should never have any expectations of their kids because i mean that's toxic in my opinion you know having certain like this is what you have to succeed for me and and what you have to do because again it just seems every your love is conditional that's what it seems like to me but again i'm only 28 i forget my age (laughs) and i will only. I only know so much of the world and I've only experienced so much but from what I have to me like that having these things that your kids have to meet goals have to meet and that's the only way you'll feel appreciative of them or or love them or whatever you or be proud of them or whatever you want to call it um, I don't think we should hold those kinds of expectations on them because it's very it's it's stressful just let them be they're their own human they're they they make their own choices when they're adults when they're grown up and the hope the the most you can hope for is just for them to be safe and secure and happy that's just my mentality but again that's just me we all think differently other people have experienced so many other things so i'm not saying my opinion is right as much as i would like to because i like being right as much as i can um but that's dependent on everyone else. We're all singular singular uh sentient beings and we all go through different experiences and everything else. So there's so much more to life than what my bubble of uh, reality is. So
1: I think from personal experience just like having all this uh time that I've been going through therapy um To look back at things as an adult, I feel like it's really hard to unlearn to be your own authority as an adult. At least it's been really hard for me to grasp that fact that I can make life-altering decisions without having any authoritative figure telling me well this is the way that you should do things because you're under my rule Uh, you know my roof my rule sort of thing Um, and it kind of just like it it it's opened my mind to a lot of things how um, I grew up in a very toxic household and how a part of healing it's not only just Having to let go of that toxicity, but also being able to be open to the new, uh, your new surroundings and being able to be open minded to heal. And it's been really difficult, me difficult for me to do that because I've just been so used to being treated poorly. And even just in like a simple, uh, Friendship. I'm not saying that you treat me poorly, but like uh, (laughs) as I finished uh, cooking ribs for you today. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, the hell was I saying?
0: I forget. Welcome Uh, to the show. Welcome to
1: the show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. while. Um,
0: treated poorly
1: man don't remind me
0: <laughs> you, you you were saying that you necess- I don't necessarily treat you poorly oh yeah, yeah but,
1: but like I've had friendships in the past where like I've been in that friendships in those friendships longer than I should have tell me about it <laughs> uh, so now that I'm surrounded by like more goodness and warmth and now that I've sort of like I'm, I'm starting to let go of all the toxicity in my life and yeah. bringing all the positive vibes in and all the people that should love me and support me and i see like really big changes like it's 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 just been very difficult for me to
0: let the past go That that's for a lot of people i think it's I don't want to get into a whole like, you know, life and society and everything else, but that's kind of, I feel like the gist of it. Um, We've all been conditioned to some extent to accept some form of love, uh, likeness, affection, what have you, um, of life, you know? So with that conditioning, it's very difficult to break out of it. It's it's what you've known for most of your life. So for a lot of people, again, it's to, to break those chains and be someone completely new is very jarring sometimes, because once you break out of it, you're kind of like, what now? Where, where do I go from here? Like, you, you're, you're no longer stuck due to those restrictions. To so your mentality now is just like, crap, what do I do? Where do I go from here? I have no guidance. Before, with the conditioning, it was bad. But you still had someone in a sense, again, because they were guiding you, they're manipulating you to to be that way. You're kind of like, you didn't like it, but it was still a structure. It was still something that you were confined to where it was terrible, but still within a, a sense of being comfortable, even not necessarily, but just, you know, it was something that.
1: Pick your poison sort of kinda thing. Kind of thing, yeah. You know,
0: you're picking your battles, It's essentially. Yeah. Um, But yeah like with me during the pandemic i mean uh technically still going on (laughs) you know people are trying to forget about it and you know cases are still rampant and people but essentially life has gone back to normal Eh, and inflation economy (laughs) everything else going on what is normal at this point nothing has ever been normal it's just progressively just just get just going worse and worse um pandemic is i guess in a sense over because it's not really being talked about no one really gives a damn about what's going on anymore uh places don't require masks or you know vaccine uh, cars or whatever uh so in a sense it's i guess normal-ish i guess but not i with anything else going on in the world that's you know outside of our scope or our you know uh our immediate scope it's just a lot going on and I Toy forgot I was gonna go on with this one honestly uh oh I've changed a lot I have my perspective on life and what I believe in and who I am and what you know my convictions and stuff like that um have changed dramatically in the past two years since the since you know the pandemic uh you know came came and just changed a lot of people I think So much has been affected by it. Uh, So I can only imagine how it was when, you know, pandemics back in the day came about and how it affected people in those times, Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, as much as it sucks, I think things like this are important because they cause for self-reflection, you know, war and famine and all these things are, are tragedies there I'll, while we say this in an ac comfy couch room you know like <laughs> all the things are very tragic and uh we are fortunate enough to to be in a so, somewhat safe environment not the best but still what's somewhat safe um but th- the point is we i think we've all changed a lot these past two couple years and the years to come are going to dramatically keep changing us Um, you know, uh, there's certain things that I, I want to state about myself, don't know how comfortable I am yet to, to say them just because, I mean, not too sure who's going to listen to this, honestly. And not that I feel like they'd be disappointed in getting this information from me, like from a podcast. Um, but I, I feel like some things have to be said in person sometimes, you know, uh, so but my immediate friends know my thoughts and you know uh things about how i feel about the current situation of how things are or where i am personally with uh my convictions and beliefs and everything else and what have you uh but i have changed a lot at least for me i think Uh, i'm still personality-wise the same but beliefs and opinions and everything else have changed dramatically for the good I think that's just me I I think it's uh very jarring because like I said before you're conditioned to live a certain way or believe a certain thing but when you no longer do it's just the thought process of who am I where do I go from here what what do I believe in what do I what is my foundation now if What I had before was, was keeping me up, who am I as a person, who, how do I define good from wrong, and, you know, how do I go about my life now that I feel like there's no structure anymore, and I remember a specific night where it's just, it it got to me so hard that I, I hadn't had a, I hadn't had a panic attack or anxiety attack, I forget the difference of either one but i was just freaking out sitting there and i did not know what was going on because all these thoughts were just rushing through my head and then i started just laughing hysterically because then i realized oh no i'm having a panic attack and i'm like that's why
1: oh no yeah
0: it's been so long since like i felt one that i didn't realize oh no like this is what's going on right now i need to calm myself down and yeah it's just it's been a hell of a ride, honestly. Um, it's been all over the place. It's, I wouldn't even say a roller coaster. I feel like it's a derailed train at this point.
1: Do you feel like uh, being medicated has aided?
0: Oh hell no. No. Oh God no. It just, I mean, it, it has helped. So I started therapy and I started medication. It uh, it helps to an extent because it's just pretty much just a mood stabilizer like I still feel like crap but my brain won't freak out on me agreed it's just, it, that, that's just kind of it like you know the bad's still there but the meds just kind of be like hey it's there but don't worry about it kind yeah. of thing it's just like taking painkillers taking a Tylenol it's like your head still hurts but your brain's just kind of like yeah it still hurts but don't worry about it <laughs> You know, it, and that's how I feel with taking medication. Like, yeah, the mental pain and suffering is still there, but it's just like, shut up. Don't worry about it. Like, it's not, it's there, but I I, I put it behind uh, a, a steel door. Don't, it's it's there, but just don't open the door. Just leave it there. You know, and I think we can slowly open things up again, but with therapy and everything else, you know, that, that'll help. Medication helps. Uh, some people just need therapy some people need both some people just need high dosages of whatever or they need uh, therapy every single week so uh, to everyone we're all different for some people it's more severe Uh, I would say for yourself it's a lot more severe than than what I go through but I think we have different conditions as well so my struggles can be a bit different from yours Uh, certain things might be more intense for you than less for me but in other areas it'll be more intense for me than than for you
1: so. Uh, so for those of you listening, if anyone has ever been curious as to what goes on in my head subconsciously, I don't think we are. Uh, I recommend for those movie buffs that like A24 films, I recommend watching Midsommar and uh, Men. Oh, Men. Oh, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Say Hereditary, too, because that one's really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, at least the for, exp- to explain the reasons why oh, your
0: your your stuff, yeah, your, yeah. your stuff.
1: Yeah. If you if you if y'all watch those two movies, which are great, by the way, but also men grotesque, yeah, yeah, I mean, freaky
0: <laughs> compared to a um, uh, you know. A majority of a24 films are hard. a24 films that i've seen men's not the worst for me i really liked it i enjoyed it i love the music the music was oh yeah was the,
1: like, yes the, the
0: the the i don't want to say it yeah but like you remember the like the, the vocal yes bo- vocalization the
1: vocalization that was, yeah. yeah that was
0: going on i'm just like this is so like a lot of horror films do I think mean, we we're talking about Insidious where like the intro music that goes kind was kinda, like,
1: unnecessarily was like loud
0: yeah and with men it was loud but the audio they were using or the music and the vocalization they were using was I think a perfect mesh because it made you unsettled it, like, it, unse- it unsettled you and it was uncomfortable but it wasn't where it was just blatant it was just like bam you know like in your face kind of thing where a lot of horror films just try to like blast an audio at you and that's what gets you to get scared it's not what's actually going on on the screen it's just the feeling of the audio vibrating and just being a sudden jolt of you know a boom that causes you to jump out of your seats with men it just felt like it because of the the echoing and the reverb and everything else just going off it just caused you to be unsettled and you're like yeah this just feels really weird
1: to me i the kind of horror that i enjoy the most is like the psychological horror
0: same
1: um i like slasher movies and all that stuff but like what really makes me get that eerie unsettling feeling is through psychological horror like movies like that where the greatest evil is yeah. basically a person, a person, or yeah. yeah,
0: things that seem more plausible. Yeah, you know, that, that that could happen. When it comes to supernatural stuff, for me is, is specifically, uh, since so I don't believe in that stuff, it's just I. I That's feel, my
1: gripe with it nowadays. It's like, wh- is Christianity Christianity like the only religion that has a depiction of evil? because i'm just like there are
0: other religions out there. yeah
1: there are other religions good and evil re- exists in other religions like a, a, why can't a buddhist be haunted or something like that like yeah. if, if so in what way like can we j- get away from like possessed demons in christianity i would like to see something different like that
0: yeah go go talk to the uh, the the execs and for films and stuff you think they care no they want to make whatever makes money right now again the most popular theology is christianity or catholicism or whatever you know that's the most uh the most popular so they're gonna base it off of of that uh so that's why it does not make sense to me to be scared about that stuff because again there are other religions you know that are out there that have other myths and uh, horror stories when it comes to like you know demons or ghosts or spirits or whatever but we typically don't touch on them because they're not as popular so
1: let's make a horror movie on the su- supreme court
0: oh god uh, yeah honestly yeah <laughs> that, that's, that's a real horror story that's right? a real horror story them overturning certain laws that shouldn't have been overturned but i mean i'll save those opinions for later <laughs> Uh, tra- Tragedies just happening left and right Left man. and right man. And we become desensitized to so many things At this point it's just like When is it going to be over <laughs> Really <laughs> We're just exhausted man Everyone's exhausted No one can tell me that they're not Everyone's just tired of All of the BS that's happening uh, With the world And
1: 309 that- mass shootings So far this year
0: Just this year man Just yeah. this year like we're again like pandemics still happening, but it's kind of getting over. You you can kind of tell things are getting back to normal because we have mass shootings again. <laughs> I Man, when
1: you put it that <laughs> way. Yeah, I remember someone
0: brought up a point that uh, when COVID first broke out, there was no school going on, and someone was just like, "There hasn't been any mass shooting in schools this year." I'm like, "Yeah, because schools are shut down because of COVID. No duh." <laughs> <laughs> But regardless, say, say the politics for later. Um, uh, I know, it's just, it, it's hard to avoid regardless. What are three things that you shouldn't talk about? Uh, money, religion, and politics at a dinner table.
1: Oh, and your, uh, the how much money you fucking make? I
0: was like, yeah, money, yeah, money, religion, and, and politics. Three things you shouldn't talk about at a dinner table.
1: Oh, I saw those three things that you shouldn't talk about in a
0: job. Uh, I mean, same, same. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I would bring up money because I, I want to know how much I'm getting paid. But, like, religion and politics, yeah, that's not really important. That's... We we'll talk about this a lot time. But dinner table say money, politics, and religion. You shouldn't talk about those things because they just start, start problems. kind of thing.
1: What would start problems in our dinner table?
0: Uh, Monopoly. Uh, Mario Party. Uh, any competitive game that we play. That, that's pretty much... <gasps> Overcooked. A, over, fuck that game. Um... <laughs> overcooked yeah uh any competitive game (laughs) that we play that will that's what will cause munchkin discourse munchkin uh but pretty much everything else i mean
1: that's why i'm saying like uh is universal studios really making a good investment in creating a virtual mario kart where you could potentially break up families and friendships
0: they just they're living for the chaos man <laughs> living for the chaos who's
1: here for the chaos <laughs> yes
0: yeah, yeah,
1: shout out to uh ilimation yeah elevations i was about to say jaden no animations. no no that's no. another one another
0: animator another animator Elevations. Yeah. yes yeah.
1: love her yeah watch her she's
0: great um yeah i don't know what I don't know if that's a sound investment, but I mean, too late now. They're already creating it. So uh, we'll see what what happens once that's fully out there and and whatnot. So it's been interesting uh, past couple months. You know, we've reached this point. uh, We're midway through 2022 already. Yeah, it's uh, it's going by.
1: I got to say it's a big uh, I've seen big changes in you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know
0: if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
1: No, I mean, we've been friends for almost ten years.
0: It's gonna be ten years this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And right. yeah. It's right? Ten years.
0: Yeah. Be ten years this year. Yeah. It'll be ten years this year.
1: And I finally get you to
0: feel comfortable
1: enough to get <laughs> your shoes and socks off my house.
0: And man, I got my socks off. FYI, I stepped in some piss. today. And you did <laughs>
1: not step on piss. That was
0: water. It was water. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> Oh, speaking of those of you listening, uh, drink some water.
0: Drink some water, and even though I don't want to, uh, oh, that reminds me. of kidney stones. <laughs> uh, worst pain ever. Worst pain I've ever experienced. I I thought death was coming for me, and I kind of I, I got kind of happy, honestly, because I'm like, ah, yes, it's it's finally coming for me. All the days that I've been wishing for for it to happen, today is the day, but it was, I was miserable, man, that was the worst pain, and and guys are just terrible at pain, period, man, I don't care how tough you, you you say you are, how, you know, bulky and buffy, uh, you know, buffy, (laughs) buff you are, you know, going to the gym every day, we are all little children when it comes to getting sick or hurt. You can't tell me any different, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I've i seen the toughest of men succumb to a flu and just be the biggest babies about it. So, and I'm one of them for sure. When it comes to, <laughs> man, I was dying with that pain and I really wanted to go to hospital. I was convinced otherwise just to save money. And then I ended up going once urgent care was open, had to pay a lot less, which is great and uh, they, they they just turned me away and just you know, gave me a ct scan all that good stuff and i said, can you charged
1: stones. you a lot of money for a ct scan
0: well my insurance paid for most of it so <laughs> uh, i only paid my code pay so it's good look medical healthcare system here in the u.s terrible but when you have private health care, it's amazing. It's great. Because for most of you, you're also paying a lot out of pocket. Well, you're paying a lot monthly for your premium. But it's kind of worth it for everything else. <laughs> when you can afford it. This, this is coming from a person. Again, I, 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 I'm lucky with certain things. So I'm fortunate enough to have good health care. Uh, other people are unfortunate. are unfortunate, which I don't forget. Other people are unfortunate, don't have health care that I have. So... Uh, they get the short end of the stick, unfortunately, but mine's okay, so I don't pay that much out of pocket when I go to the hospital.
1: I got frustrated the most recent time I went to the dentist because uh-huh. uh, they told me that I needed my wisdoms uh, pulled up, uh-huh. The my bottom ones, I believe. And they didn't, right? They did not because the day I arrived, the day they scheduled for me to... Do it I had already paid for it right Uh, And They scheduled for me to come in and do it And they uh, There was like this guy that had to do A consultation first just to make sure To Avoid any potential risk Of me having like either To sue them What?
0: To sue them (laughs) Essentially Yeah Yeah.
1: And uh He told me that oh he he gave me a paper to go to like this mobile service where they needed to do a 360 x-ray uh just to make sure to avoid a potential risk of like my jaw being numb or my tongue being numb right uh so because i've been unemployed (laughs) i don't have an extra you know 200 300 dollars to fork over just to make sure uh i need to do this uh get my wisdoms pulled out so i'm deciding on waiting
0: yeah again when you're not just like, like some people aren't fortunate enough to have good coverage for certain things so that that's the downside you don't have coverage you're kind of screwed either you Pocket out the pocket out the money and you pay for
1: no, it. No, I'm saying I do have coverage. The thing that I don't understand is that they're making me go out of my way to seek a third party person so that, to do a 360 x-ray of my mouth. Yeah. To get a second opinion whether or not I'm, I need my wisdoms pulled out
0: or not. Or not. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's out of network. That's why that's why it's so pricey. So if it's a third party. Oh, I, I don't deal with. With premium I don't know what
1: I'm I saying is <laughs> it's a whole bunch of BS yeah yeah so. I'd rather you know go man
0: just wait for a while and then deal with it as it comes
1: but so. why
0: welcome to our country <laughs> it's great here everyone come
1: so you have sick days but you have to prove that you were sick and even though you bring proof that you were sick it's still not acceptable that you were out sick, so you get reprimanded and get in trouble anyway.
0: It depends on the job, my job now. I mean, as long as you have sick hours, and if you're out for a prolonged amount of time, if you have doctor's note, you're pretty much covered.
1: Oh, so it's just, that's me. just it's just, just me, me that I've em- been traumatized. That's just
0: my employer. Other places kind of suck with that. they like, yeah, you were out for three weeks, and you brought a doctor's note, which excused you. We're still gonna write you up because it's unacceptable. that You were out for so long. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, no, it seems like a lawsuit rate. Right? That's what happened, man. That that does, does not seem fair. Trust me, when it comes to. <laughs> sick time and certain things like that with my job Uh, so i mean i'm a part of not upper upper management but i'm in management in a sense leave it at that um people abuse the sick time so much i swear to god oh man Uh, but my thing is if you got sick time it covers you i i i can't do anything about that unfortunately you got hours to cover you for being sick then you have hours to be sick um and if you don't have the, all the hours if you have enough i mean coverage for the day it covers you for the day but i mean you're not gonna get paid out for the rest of the day you know if you get four hours of sick time take the day off you're excused but you're only gonna get paid for those four hours yeah. you're not gonna get paid for the rest there's people who like abuse it they'll get it they'll, they'll get their hours take their time off but then they only get paid that much but if they have any like other time accrued like vacation or stuff like that guess what happens we take it from there too Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's part of our policy and they get upset because like why are you guys taking away from my vacation i I was sick i wasn't on vacation i'm like yeah but we have to fill in your hours though to pretty much pay for the day that you weren't here you have to fill in the hours imagine what would happen if we just you know gave you your sick time but then we didn't pull from your vacation you'd have hundreds of hours of vacation Mm -hmm. it gets capped eventually but just hyperbole am saying like, you'd have so many hours of vacation like that wouldn't you know that doesn't make any sense we have to pull from there put them into it for your day you might get upset but i mean that's kind of on you for because sometimes some of these requests are are pretty bs i'm pretty sure that like they call and you would be like oh, boss i, I just I don't feel too well i i i got the plague <laughs> and, and you can tell like when they sound bad or if it's just a text sometimes it's just like ah oh, hey man calling out sick don't feel good and i'm like all right And some of it's BS, but the the thing is it ends up biting him in the ass because the day they actually do need it, they can't take off because they use all their sick time on days they just wanted to chill at home. Dude, I get it. I wanna chill at home all the time too. But you gotta save your hours. Just saying. If anybody from work hears this, I love you. You guys are the best employees I've ever had, honestly. Um some of y'all gotta save your sick time. <laughs> I'm being serious. Y'all need that for actual emergencies. I want to take a day off too. I do sometimes, <laughs> but y'all gotta save that. I'm being serious. Oh man, it's it's a conundrum, honestly. It's but it's been fun. It's been fun these past uh these past couple months. Um, I don't know what to expect. For the rest of the year Uh, Everything In my peripheral Was like for life It just seems uh, Like it's one thing after another With with just stress and tragedies And everything else Oh yeah I feel it too Yeah so I kinda We'll just take it from here honestly It's We can't really do too much It's out of our control And i mean what else i mean we can't really you know it's just it is what it is at this point as dumb as it always sounds to say it is what it is it kind of that it is what it is that cabron. yeah exactly exactly uh but it's been fun it's been all over the place uh welcome to the show this is this is what we talk about and ramble and go on for hours not really hours but go on for a while Any closing statements? Yeah. Uh, I can't can't speak. Any closing statements you want to give us, Ellie?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm getting old. I finally have a crude gray hairs on my head.
0: I've been getting them since 18.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, to me, it's a big deal. You've known me for how long, and you know me to be stressed, and... At this point, I'm surprised that I don't have, like... you uh, even lost your hair. I'm surprised.
0: I've been yeah. Losing hair, so, I mean, I'm surprised yeah. you haven't been losing your hair.
1: Yeah. I've lost brain cells, maybe.
0: <laughs> we have our last two doing this. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you for coming for the show. Ah, I can't speak today. My God, it's late. It's every day. It's every day. It's, every day. it's every day. late. Day. It's like... I was going to be 11 at night is that your anxiety reason. talking is it?
1: Yeah, you tend to stutter
0: uh you feel anxious no Do you want a
1: weighted blanket
0: oh uh, yeah i would i would yes. love that now I, I tell you i want Six one of those. Eyes. I want, yes <laughs> that, 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 that would be the best uh, solution to my anxiety okay
1: okay hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up
0: okay <laughs> we're, we're gonna give closing statements but I, gu- I guess not what's up <laughs>
1: It just made me remember how I was discussing with you the other day of when I was watching certain uh, oh, yeah, yeah, internet yeah, yeah. activities.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. And...
0: Uh, oh, with the uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. 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 That great taste. That great <laughs> taste, you know. Uh,
1: At that moment, I realize I think we've been uh, best friends for too long.
0: Yeah, two humans doing some great cardio and then while watching... um
1: a really great movie a really good movie yeah uh, yeah
0: I, I, I agree. <laughs> that's our closing statement everybody uh, go have some cardio with uh, another partner or partners however you want to do it
1: consensually
0: consensually please please um no means no guys seriously anyways but watch a good movie watch a good movie you can you can enjoy uh, your exercise watching a good movie whichever I recommend Grand Budapest hotel. <laughs> Or if not, maybe like Fight Club.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> uh, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't yeah. talk about it, but you watch it. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you for listening. This has been Tangents. <laughs>